Good morning. Welcome to the Comsec Morning Podcast. My name's Tom Petrovsky. I'm a market analyst at Comsec, and it promises to be a fascinating week for the markets. Whether you're looking at home or further afield, there's a lot going on, which in many ways uh, could potentially create the tone for the markets for the next couple of weeks. We've got plenty of central bank action. There's a lot of economic news to look at. And uh, most importantly, we'll be starting off on a rather constructive note because the SPY futures are pointing to an improvement of around 0.9% for the ASX 200. So this comes on the back of what was quite a positive session as far as Northern Hemisphere markets were concerned on Friday, almost surprisingly so in a way, particularly where Wall Street was concerned. It's been a volatile couple of sessions for uh, U.S. markets in particular. Part of the reason for that, we've had a lot of U.S. central bank officials running around talking about the need to continue raising rates. Uh, effectively, you know, central bankers don't have too many weapons in their arsenal uh, apart from raising rates themselves. The only other effective weapon they have is the threat of continuing to raise rates. And they've certainly lived up to that over the course of recent days. But uh, on Friday, what we actually saw was... Uh, long-term and short-term interest rates moderate somewhat, uh, particularly the sh- uh, longer-term interest rates, and that was very helpful where stocks were concerned. So the Dow Jones rose by 1.2%, the S&P 500 rose by 1.6%, and the Nasdaq was up by around 2%. So importantly, stocks were able to cobble together a weekly improvement, which is something that we haven't seen for a while. Um, we had the Dow Jones up by around 0.9% in weekly terms, which was similar to the outcome that we saw for the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ was up by 1.3%. So where interest rate markets were concerned, we had the 10-year Treasury note down by 11 basis points, which is quite a meaningful decline given the fact that uh, the last couple of sessions in particular have seen interest rate markets test the upper bound of their recent range, uh, well north of uh, 4% in the case of the uh, 10-year note. So that has been troubling uh, the markets in particular. Uh, And what we saw with the two-year note on Friday is it fell by four basis points. So over the course of the week, uh, 10-year yields were only up by one basis points, and two-year yields were only up by six points, uh, which is quite modest compared to what we had been seeing in the earlier part of the week. So a 10-year note finishing at 3.96, well below that 4% mark and well below the peak of the week, which was closer to 4.1%, and the two-year note finished at 4.86%. Uh, so uh, those outcomes were helpful as far as stocks are concerned. So there was a fair bit of news to look at uh, at the end of the week in the United States. So arguably one of the most important pieces of information on Friday was the measure of activity in the U.S. services sector according to the Institute of Supply Management, the ISM Services Survey. So this measure uh, eased from 55.2 in January to 55.1 in February. Uh, That was below the market's expectations for an outcome of 54.5%. Uh, At a headline, not much to see there, but under the bonnet was where the interesting things uh, revealed themselves, particularly when it came to price pressures, which eased substantially. So the index uh, measuring prices within this survey fell from 67.8 to 65.6. So that uh, was very encouraging as far as the markets are concerned. The anecdotes contained in the report around uh, capacity utilization, 
goods movement and uh, improved deliveries uh, were all uh, also quite encouraging when combined with that price picture, which suggests that those supply chain issues, which have been such a significant contributor to inflationary pressures, uh, continue to moderate. Uh, in addition to that, the growth measures were also encouraging. Employment was the best since December 21. Exports were better. New orders were the most improved since November 21. So it was really a Goldilocks situation when it came to that report. And uh, the price outcomes seen within that survey were the important contributors to those long and short-term interest rates moderating, which paved the way for the improvement where the uh, stock side of things was concerned. So elsewhere, we saw European markets key off the improvements that we'd seen in the US. So on Friday, the broader measure of stock performance in Europe, the stock 600 index was up by around 0.9%. The French market was up 0.9% as well. And in Frankfurt, the German DAX rose by 1.6%. So uh, that puts us in good stead to um, meet an, a week which will be full of important outcomes this week. There's important economic news out of China over the course of this week. International trade numbers and inflation figures will be keenly awaited. Uh, but over the weekend, we've seen the People's, Nationals, uh, People's National Congress rather uh, convene. Uh, this is the important meeting of the Chinese leadership, which is conducted annually. Uh, and they outlined their uh, growth forecast for the next year. They're expecting the Chinese economy to grow by 5%, a little bit of a moderation from the previous forecast. But significantly, it's up from that 3% rate of growth, which was the slowest in half a century. Uh, they're expecting to add 12 million jobs to the Chinese economy over the course of the next uh, year all important outcomes, but over the course of the next couple of weeks, we'll see more detail in relation to the initiatives which the Chinese leadership will propose uh, to keep Chinese growth ticking along. The first couple of months of the year have been very encouraging in terms of the rebound in manufacturing activity in China in particular. So markets will be looking very carefully at what is going to be proposed by the Chinese leadership over the course of coming days and weeks in particular. Uh, and importantly, as far as the local share markets concerned, a lot of hope has already been baked into the prices because mining and energy stocks have been the outperformers over the course of the last couple of weeks uh, to the detriment of the more interest rate sensitive parts of the economy, particularly financial stocks, which have been amongst the worst performers. So that's the sort of thing that uh, we'll be looking at carefully over the course of uh, this week in particular. We've got a lot of central bank action. Uh, tomorrow, of course, the RBA is expected to raise rates once again by a quarter of a percent, taking uh, rates to a new 11 year high. Uh, we'll be hearing from the RBA governor on Wednesday at a business summit. In addition to that, we'll be hearing from Jerome Jerome Powell in the United States. He will be testifying on Capitol Hill in front of the po politicians, giving them a, a very fulsome picture of what's happening in the US economy. So obviously that uh, can have a bearing on interest rates in particular. So there'll be careful attention paid to that. A lot of economic news in the US as well. Arguably the most important outcome will come on Friday with the non-farm payrolls report at a time where the markets are quite sensitive uh, almost to the strength of the US labor market, uh, seeing that as being quite a linchpin when it comes to the outlook infl to inflation. So a lot to take in over the course of uh, 
coming days. So in terms of what we saw finally in the final session of last week where commodity prices were concerned, Brent crude oil was up by 1.3% to $85.83 US a barrel. Gold prices were firmer as well, up 0.8% to $1,854 US dollars per ounce. Uh, iron ore prices uh, eased a little bit, down by about a third of a percent to $126.64 US per tonne. But one of the features of the iron ore conversation at the moment is the encouraging outcomes that we've seen in Chinese manufacturing lately have seen a number of forecasts upgraded as far as iron ore prices and other commodities are concerned. Uh, So that is part of the reason why you're seeing that outperformance in the material space locally. Uh, And finally, uh, we've seen the Aussie dollar moderate somewhat uh, in the final session of last week. So uh, finishing at around 67.5 US cents, which is, is where it's at as we kick off a new trading week in Asian time today. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Have a great week.